0: Hello, and welcome to the Transient Wool Merchants. We're your hosts, Amy and Heather. And today we have special guests with us. Not only do we have the boys along for the ride, but we also have a special surprise guest. Miss Miss Joelle, also known as Wonder Wool.
1: Hello.
0: We are
1: crammed into our RV, a.k.a. our humble abode.
0: And prepping here like Doomsday Preppers <laughs> on Rhinebeck Eve, which technically should be a nat- national knitting holiday, I think.
1: Actually, I think, is it today or tomorrow is National Yarn Day? I
0: think tomorrow. Tomorrow, yeah. National Yarn Day falls on Rhinebeck Day, or at least Rhinebeck Saturday.
1: Sounds like a good excuse to come spend money.
0: Oh, we have spent already.
1: We did. We went to the um what was that thing called? Indy Untangled.
0: <laughs> we attended Indy Untangled this evening. We at did the best western in
1: um, the Best Western Plus. I'm
0: sorry, Best Western Plus. Um was that two and a half stars? Heck
1: I don't know.
0: Um in Kingston. And I thought that was a pretty good selection there. There were a crap load of people.
1: Yep.
0: That was that was crazy, I think there's only twelve vendors.
1: No, I think there were more than twelve vendors. Were there, there was like thirty vendors no yeah, seriously. there were at least six on each wall, so that's eighteen, and there were probably ten around the middle. I bet there were Oh, close no to I vendors. thought there were
0: three on each wall
1: mm-hmm.
0: I'm pretty sure, and four in the middle total
1: mm. Mm-hmm more than that, I am going to look it up. We'll have to get on the web. Oh, well, we get on the we website where <laughs> we actually have internet. We well, are staying at Interlake uh, RV Resort and Sales, which is, I think, the technical name of this place. And if you're interested in coming here, it's wonderful. They're nice. It's like $53 a night, which is a crazy fortune for a campground. But um, there's no cell phone signal here. Like, it says no service. I've been here since Monday, and I'm starting to twitch. Hey, Shuby, you're on the podcast. Hush, buddy.
0: <laughs> Somebody's tormenting him.
1: Wayne. <laughs>
0: so, tomorrow is the big day. Um, we will be at Rhinebeck. And
1: Seriously. They can then we back. have
0: Then we have a week off. And then, uh, actually, all three of us Will next be at SAF. Wonder- Which is
1: way more awesome than last year when it was like a three-day turnaround to get to SAF.
0: Right, right. This Fun. year we have a week to um, a week to prep for the next show, but the, it's also moving into a new expo center that we haven't been in in the past. And we're all excited about that. I think the three of us are in pretty close proximity. We are all next to each other. I think we are all next to each other. Stuff. Yeah, we're all in a line, I think. Yep. Yep. You know
1: so. what that means? We get bathroom breaks. <laughs> bathroom breaks. Yes. <laughs> and
0: um and a pot of tea.
1: Yeah.
0: We usually have a tea maker in our booth. Um, so we will all be at SAF. That's our next thing. It's so. we'll be the, uh, wondering, Will Ross for Farm mega mall.
1: <laughs> we're coming for you, Miss Babs. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, you know, Joelle is now an honorary transient wool merchant because this is her second appearance in the booth. She helped us at Maryland, and now she's going to help us at Rhinebeck. So we're excited about that. And uh, we had a we had a fun time getting up here. We came all up. We came up yesterday, and uh, we passed Amy and Darren on um, the highway from uh, Knitting in Circles podcast. And uh, they posted a photo of the back of our rig on Instagram. That was pretty funny. And then we got up here and hooked up with you guys. So, hey, let's talk about knitting.
1: Do we have to?
0: Well, I just wove in the ends on my um, spectacular, if I do say, so myself, new um, Lauren Elkin design called Hot Flash. It's a Hot Flash cardigan. And... Stop laughing, Scott. Scooter Pie's laughing at me. Because everybody
1: needs a hot flash.
0: Scooter Pie's laughing at me because he knows hot flash is a very accurate description of why I need a cardigan. His, at my point in life, he never knows whether I'm going to be bundled up or trying to get naked real fast. So, <laughs> But it's gorgeous. I did it in my uh, my yarn called Sweater, uh, DK which is actually from my Lester Long you, you, whose name is...
1: Sweater.
0: Sweater. Um, and she's one of my favorites, so she had to be a sweater. Well, more sweater, of a sweater Sweater
1: sweater. Is like a sh- shipping ship, ship, shipping... <laughs> sh- ships. It's a shipping
2: ship, shipping, shipping, ship, ship
1: shipping. Yeah, so it's a sweater sweater. It's my
0: sweater sweater. sweater. So um, that's, that's all finished. I just wove in the ends on that. That has been my monogamous knitting lately. Uh, I did it in 22 days because I really didn't knit on anything else. So everything else has been on the back burner. Mm-hmm. And now I'm on to the next one, which... Um, what I'm currently knitting is the new Amy Herzog um, design from her fall collection of Custom Fit. Mm-hmm. And it's actually a sweater called Cutter, which... Um, she designed in my yarn, Letitia. So I am knitting that right now because I have to have one. Heather, what are you knitting on? I see you weaving in ends over there. Uh,
1: yeah. I'm um, putting heels in socks that I knit for afterthought heels. Um, and those
0: were the two yarns I brought you back from SSK, right? Yeah. Which is mustache, Martian rainbow...
1: And dark side and of And dark side of the Um, I w- wove in the ends on my Cho cowl that I knit in Fiber Optics paint box. This week I pulled out some stash from Ron last year. I had um, bought some 50% silk, 50% wool um, yarn, and some ribbon yarn in chartreuse from Tessa's designer yarn. And I had this idea I was going to put them together in kind of like a clappity-style scarfy shawl thing. Because I didn't have a ton of yardage on either one of those. But it worked. It looks awesome. Maybe it's really it's kind cute. kind of funky. It almost has an entrelac look with the way yeah. that the... kind of stripey. Um, I did a 2 to 3 ratio because I had a lot more of the silk wool than I did the ribbon yarn. That and the laughing bird is in timeout because... I really hate every stitch of it, but it's going to be awesome.
0: It's really cute, but when it's yeah, done. It, but it is I, sort of laughing at you and flipping you the bird.
1: It, yeah, it really kind of is. So I got that and time out. I've been out doing some spinning. I spun um, Knit Geek fibers in BFL that I got. Knit Nerd? Knit Nerd. Knit Geek is somebody else. I never can remember, and I can't find the ball band. It's one Pearl of the Kentucky two. From Kentucky that yep. I got. Um, I've got enough yardage. I did a bulky spin um, for a hat for Wayne. That's about it. You know, it takes a lot of hours to drive from Montana. There hadn't been a lot of knitting. There's been a lot of driving. So, Joelle, what do you since knit? you're
2: here, I am working on Ziggy by Kirsten Kapoor in some Ross Farm. Lace weight, Lester Longwool, um, two colors. One of them is Flynn, or two sheep, I should say. Mm-hmm. And the other one is Ambrosia. And yeah. this was supposed to be my Rhinebeck shawl. I'm about uh, <laughs> 20% of the way through, take three. So
0: you're staying up all night to finish it? That's right. Hardcore.
1: fast. I've never seen you
2: knit before.
1: You're like kind of zippy over there. <laughs> and you're a thrower, which makes me feel better about my life. <laughs> Makes you feel better about your life. Glad I can help. <laughs> well, because I'm a th- I, I'm a thrower, except for when I knit socks and all double pins and I knit um, cottage style done. But yeah, people kind of go, "Eh, you're not a continental knitter." So it's nice to see someone else throwing in an efficient manner and making progress. I've Been doing it this
2: way since I was five, and there's no changing now. <laughs> Preach it.
0: Yep. Well, I just uh, I just finished spinzilla which was interesting. You know, I've been dealing with the ankle issue, and had to back out of a couple of shows because I was supposed to keep it elevated. Well, that's all. Shout out to hell. Mm-hmm. Uh, this year I was on Team Knit Girls again, and I managed to spin 9,632 yards for the team. I did about three pounds of wool. I ended up um, spinning... Mostly my <coughs> excuse me. Mostly my own stuff. Goodness gracious. Yeah, I'm choking on fiber over here.
1: <laughs> um, <laughs> Not in this camper. Surely you just. My camper's currently jammed full of stock for um sap. For staff,
0: yeah. Because you had to die before you left.
1: Yeah, I did.
0: Well, I spun a pound and a half of my natural color cot swallowed roving which I've been sitting on to spin myself a sweater and um, Then I also spun a pound of Lester long wool that was custom blended for me with um, sorry silk in it mm-hmm. <coughs> And uh, I Really really enjoyed that and then I did a purple loop bump because you know my world is full of purple loop bumps you know, I've got go anyplace, a rainbow
1: and, one and a pink one. Every time we go any
0: place, I get another purple loop bump. And then when I look at them, they're pretty much all the same. So I could probably, like, knit something with all of them together. But uh, that one I ended up doing. I spun it from beginning to end, and then Navajo plied it so it would keep the colors pretty much together. And I'm pretty pleased with that.
1: And Let me then, just say, I just picked up 30 exact stitches on flip Flop. First
0: time. That's pretty spectacular. Score. But the other thing I spun was um, some gorgeous teal stuff from our friends Katrina and Bob at Fluffy U.
1: Who will also be at Seth?
0: Yeah, they will be at Seth too. I think they have a double booth. Honestly. Whoa! Yeah,
1: See, they're going to move up in the world and just leave us behind. Double booths. I'm thinking of a double booth.
0: I, can, I can have enough stuff to fit a double booth. I'm just too cheap to get one.
2: Opinions, Joel? Uh, there's only two shows I do a double booth. Um, Shenandoah and New Jersey. Just, I think they're the right price range to make it worth it. And a double I've booth at been. Great
0: Lakes. Because it's like $40 for a booth. So, <laughs> And last year when we had the single booth, no one could find us. But this year we had a double booth, and I think we tripled our sales, actually.
1: Yep. Well, being able to fit people in your booth is important.
0: Yeah, it's we've, we've been able to, to grow it to the point where we have more yarn than we used to have. And so we were able to to do a double booth now. But I think next year we might actually consider doing a double booth at Shenandoah
1: probably be a good show so I, how was shenandoah i don't think we've recorded Have we recorded? We have not now?
0: shenandoah was i thought it was spectacular but that was probably because deb robeson was there and kept popping into the booth and uh, talking to us and you know i i would pretty much talk to deb robeson about just about anything and telling everyone in our class that this came from ross farm oh yeah and this came from ross farm yeah that was that was also kind of really good for us was that Deborah Robson was teaching there and she was using our products in her class, so people already had, you know, experienced our product in the class she was teaching, so they were able to, you know, come over and know what they were looking at. Shaber <coughs> <coughs> Stop it. But, um so that was that was really good. Um I thought it was a really good show this year. This was their tenth anniversary. Uh, The food selections have really improved. You know, back when we started it in 2012, it was like the Boy Scouts Cobbler or the Ruritans uh, Hamburgers. Yeah. Well, this year there was a Thai food vendor. There was a barbecue place. Um, Yeah, but the Thai food, you had to wait like a half hour in line while they they imported stuff from China. Well, they had... Thailand. 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 (laughs) (laughs) They had no concept of how many people were going to be there. You know, that's the big thing with these knitting shows is people think that, you know, oh, a knitting show, how busy is that going to be? And then, you know, the line is 30 people deep and they're...
1: Washing cra- dishes by hand. Crapping their and drawers the dinner trying dinner.
0: to figure out where they're going to get more chicken. Yeah, so um, we did have a really, really good time. Um, we had a big vendor dinner. Actually, Joel was there with us. Um, and Katrina and Bob, the Fluffy U crew, they met up with us. We went to El Centro. I was
1: still in Montana. Yeah. One more Shenandoah for me.
0: We went to El Centro for Mexican. And, and then Amy and Tyler brought their little baby. Amy and Tyler brought their baby. That's Bob Probably and Katrina's daughter. daughter and her husband. Allie was just a year old. Aww, and yeah, she... She's a year old already. She is absolutely adorable. And she um, is... Just this close to walking, <laughs> and so she was like ducking back and forth under the t- table and then popping out and laughing at us. It was absolutely adorable. It was really loud there, though. They had music, and you know, it was Friday night, and the music was super duper loud. And then, um, Saturday night, we just had kind of a, a quiet evening. We went to Buca de Beppo with Karen, yeah. Um, My friend Karen is, uh, she's involved with the festival down there, and, and, uh, she helps us. When we get to SSK, she helps in a bit. So, that was really fun. Oh, we got accepted to then with SSK again next year, so. Good. We'll be going back there. But, uh, I thought Shenandoah was good. What do you think, Joel? I
2: was happy. I was really happy. Um, I think it was my best year there so far. Mm Mm-hmm. Well, the past couple of years
1: have been a little dicey because of the government shutdown, pending government shutdown.
2: You know, there people are just so used to that now they don't even care. <laughs> like we're going to buy yarn anyway.
0: It's gonna get cold. Yeah. Two, four, six, eight, ten. 12. Yeah, so Shenandoah was really good. Where were we before that? Oh, we went to New Jersey. We really had fun in New Jersey. Um, New Jersey was. We were good there show. and so was Joelle. And uh, Beck and her husband. Oh Gussler yeah, ba- back from Gusler Designs. Um, they were set up across from us, and we had a really good time with that. Um, yeah, so I'm I'm just really looking forward to to SAF because we always have such a good time in Asheville. Yep. And we'll get to go have dinner at Mama at Mama Bruner's house. Yep. Really enjoy Mama Bruner. I still say you need to do a colorway called Mama Brunner's Lipstick. <laughs> <laughs> Reds and pinks and corals, yep.
1: Maybe. I wonder if I'm about to drop a stitch. I'm putting in this heel and trying to pick up these stitches and talk and listen at the same time, and that's
0: sometimes a little icy. Well, down on the farm it's getting to be time for us to put the rams in, and we've had, we've had a few folks... Who have uh, had made some unsolicited advances toward our ladies. And uh, so I think we'll be having probably a couple of crossbred lambs.
1: like that year you had twins and one was black and one was white? And you're like, well, that shouldn't have happened.
0: <laughs> yeah, those were definitely not purebred Cheviots. I, that's <laughs> one thing I can tell you for sure.
1: <coughs>
0: but, um, yep, so, um,. Mr. Washington and his son Rex. No, was it Ruckus? It was Ruckus. Ruckus. His youngest son. Um, that's my big Cheviot ram, and uh, he has a, a yearling son that lives with him in the ram pasture. Aptly named Ruckus. Actually, there are four Cheviot rams in the ram pasture. Okay. Washington, Rex, Ruckus, and then the ram lamb from last year. Ruckus was last year. No, no, no. Ruckus was the year before. I mean, this year.
1: Ruckus was last year. This year's Ramlin.
0: This year's Ramlin, yeah. Um, So that's always fun, because they're down for the (laughs) get-down 24-7. But we we also just got back from a trip to Minnesota. Uh, Once a year, usually, once a year in the fall, we take sheep from this part of the country and head for Minnesota and then sheep from the western part of the country make their way to Minnesota and we do what we call it the Great Lester Long Migration of 2015 and so we brought back um, two white and a black uh, Lester Long ewes from our friends at the Berry Hill Farm and then we took some sheep from here out to uh, a farm in Wisconsin, and brought some more sheep back here to two other farms in Pennsylvania. So we always enjoy that because Scooter probably gets to go to Culvers.
1: Yeah.
0: He's really into the butter burger. We we'll have to take Wayne to We've Culvers. We passed
1: about 500 Culvers. I've been, I've been to Culvers.
0: Yeah, that's on you, our Why would you stop?
1: Yeah, you got to take. Well, because we had peanut butter sandwich, and you know I'm like frugal McDougall. <laughs>
2: Which is a liquor store in Fort Mill, South Carolina. Awesome place. I recommend it. Friggle hmm
1: Really? Right what? now we're sitting here drinking Honeymoonshine from Montana. Oh, that's plenty.
0: Is it small batch? Jeez.
1: No, that's not really small batch. Oh, well, it's batch number 18. All right. It's Montana Honeymoonshine. It really is. Um, Their business is in Ennis, Montana, if you're ever out that way, which is where we stay in the summer. That's
0: one of the fun things that we did for, for Scooter for uh, Father's Day. You guys have to go with us next time you're coming through the area.
1: What P- area would that be? Pittsburgh. <laughs> We've
0: Pittsburgh now- never been to Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh now has a um, um, micro distillery or whatever it's called. I took him to Wiggle Distillery for, uh, for Father's Day. We were a week late, but um, they're doing a lot of small batch liquors. Out of Pittsburgh, hmm. so there's something in Pittsburgh besides pierogies and the Stillers and that. They had a gin. They did a gin. Jennifer. it was really good. It was like lavender scented.
1: That was, would that would not be so appetizing because I do not like lavender.
0: At so all. tasty.
1: At all. I think my husband's like smelling the, the bottles. Not sure what's going on. Well, with tomorrow that. night
0: we have a wild adventure.
1: Yeah, I will have to cook dinner
0: tomorrow night. <laughs> <laughs> tomorrow night we're we're deputizing our other honorary transient wool merchants, um, and we are hooking up with Fibertown and Sarah Pomegranate and, and a few other ladies, Janice, I think, and I forget who all. But there's twelve of us. We're going to um, Mole Mole in Kingston, which is a really good Mexican restaurant with. Awesome margaritas. I don't if you're know
1: taking it. pictures with skeletons and not remembering it this year, we're going to have a conversation.
0: Yeah. There will be video this time. There will be video. Um, but after It'll that. will be the
1: one time we have a video podcast. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but we're also going to go to um, the open studio party at Jill Draper Make Stuff. What time is that? Um,
1: six to nine. Is that before or after dinner? Before. Have so. a snack. Have a snack. Don't have a crease.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So we really, really like Jill because uh, she's an indie dyer like my friends here. But uh, she gets um, she gets fleeces from farms and custom processes her bases, which I, being a farmer, really think is
1: pretty cool. Yeah. So. Um, and she dyes it. Hers is for the yeah. most part not natural, col- natural color. Natural colored. I'll have to say, sometimes I'm like, okay, I mean, yeah, her stuff's some stuff you have to actually see in person to kind of appreciate, because the colors are nice, but when you look at it online, you're kind of like, I don't understand. Yeah, I can't buy yarn online. I have to touch it. Yeah, but her bases are nice, like yeah. when you see them in person, but she put a picture up on Instagram, and she did like a self-striping with um, natural colored and the dot, and it popped online, so that was nice to see. Yep.
0: Yeah. So, I was wishing I'd get some shopping done tomorrow, but I have a feeling that I might be too busy in the booth.
1: That's not a bad problem.
0: No, I'm I mean, if you don't like that plan, I've got
1: all of my yarn in here, we'll just put mine in instead of yours.
0: (laughs) Yeah, that's that's the thing about Jill this year. Jill is just, she has her new studio in Kingston, so she's not going to be in Jenny the Potter's booth this year. right? So, um, because you know, last year I got my Empire skein and made my... My mama vertebrae, so I get to right. wear that tomorrow night. That's exciting.
1: But you know, I was reading about that pattern online. Not this week, must have been last week. And it's really gotten kind of mixed with use. I was a little surprised because, like, when you talk to people in person, everyone always is like, oh yeah, I really like the pattern. But then online, it was a lot of. Like, they didn't like the way it fit. I would like to see some more in person because yours looks pretty good and it's a neat pattern. But I'm not. What, the hot flash? No the, no, the mama, mama vertebrae.
0: vertebrae. Um, yeah, I think I kind of lucked into it. There are some things about it that I like more than others. Um, like, I think it should probably come a little farther around in the front. Like, I would kind of like it to cover the girls just a little bit.
1: That's kind of the f- main Because I complaint. feel like I
0: keep trying to jerk on it. Yeah. And then it, it's, it decreases so quickly that sometimes I feel like I'm wearing a cape with long sleeves. <laughs> Because it really doesn't come, it really doesn't come past my hips, you know, Mm. around to the front.
1: But so this is where we talk about why it's important to consider your body type before you knit a sweater.
0: I really like it, and I think it fits well. I just I'm used to a cardigan being something that covers the girls and something that has sides,
1: and this doesn't. So it's almost really more like a long bolero. Yeah, like a bolero style
0: yeah it's 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 a shrug with a cape <laughs> um
1: <Get to> that. <laughs> <laughs> super like knitter s, <laughs> s on the back or something <laughs> super Nitta, with a capital k but, first um, one is standing in the middle of the floor around with the five of us going won't anybody like let me out any of you people have thumbs maybe open the door for me poor little child poor fella I'm sitting here looking at Joel's socks, which are nice. Are those hand knits? They are hand knits.
2: What kind of edging is that? What, it's actually ribbing. It's just flipped over because I am real lazy about ribbing on socks. I did about half an inch.
1: <laughs> I gotcha. It's cool. I, like,
2: I mean, it looks like it, from
1: here it looks like Pico.
2: Yeah, it's just rolled. I gotcha. So that's what happens
1: when you don't knit enough ribbing on your
2: socks. That is what happens. I've always kind of wondered
1: about that because I always want to be like, oh, that's enough. And then I'm like, no. When you say it's enough, you need to do a little more.
0: Yeah. Well, what what uh, what have you put in your queue? What's what are you what's looking at you like for the next project? Because I know you're you got heels to do, and then laughing um, birds and timeout. So I'm sure you're I contemplating found
1: a new designer. And see, this is where we're absolutely no help because we can't pull anything up on the internet right now. Do you remember the name of that designer that I was sending you all those patterns last week that was like the crazy stuff? It was something Bubbles, and they were crazy with drop stitches, and I can't remember who... Wayne, would you please take Gershwin out? <laughs> Gershwin's going to be on the podcast going. Oh, oh. Um, But it, it has, dro- like, drop stitches, and they use yarns with long color changes. Huh. And so I'm kind of thinking about that. I've got something in my queue that I'm thinking about doing for my mom. I always give her something on Christmas Eve that I made. So one year she got like a table runner and some years she gets an ornament. But this would be a pretty time intensive. It's a snowflake shaped. I guess it's technically a shawl, but I think she would put it like on her table. If it mm. a round table. It would be cool. And I've got some Misty alpaca lace. And it's a real pale taupe and cream and like an ice blue. That was really loud. Yeah, it was. Um, and then beat it. I think that would be cool, so I'm thinking about that. Joel, what's in your queue? What's What's up next?
2: Oh, I don't even know. I'm just trying to finish things. I'm trying to finish this for Saf, now that Rhinebeck is looking less likely. Okay. Um ziggity. That's what I'm working on right now. Um I have a sweater on the needles with about three inches of the second sleeve left to do. That's it. Um and that needs to get finished as soon as I'm home long enough to uh what sweater finish is it. it. And that one is Narragansett by Thea Coleman. Mm. With yarn purchased before I even dyed yarn in two thousand ten or eleven. <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh wow. wow. <clears throat> well my next one up is my um SSK skeins. I've been trading blood or money for more of the hazelnuts, lively decay, and alexandrite that we got as goodie bag yarn at SSK. And I'm ninety percent certain that that is going to be um, Irish Coffee by Thea Coleman. And then I was um, I was excited to get a sweater lot of. Wandering Wool
1: I keep hearing about this, I've yet to see pictures because you said it was green and you had green Yes,
0: it's uh, Emerald Isle Emerald Isle Isle in the worsted base Superwash Merino and uh, I'm pretty sure that it is going to be the Bloomsbury sweater by um, a name that I cannot pronounce Hmm. it's Svetlana Volkova, maybe? I'll put it in the show sure. notes. But I think that one's the next one up on the I'm, um, You know, now that my sweater jean has activated, I can't seem to put the sweaters down.
1: Um, you've seen my nine-tenths-done sweater that... You
0: just have to seam.
1: It needs seamed and it needs... It's not a button band. It's like a it's five inches all the way around the...
0: I'm going to say a shell collar?
1: Yeah, but it doesn't even really fold over. It just adds more to the front of the sweater because mm. the sweater's knit from sleeve to sleeve. Oh, yeah. But it's one of those things that I can't tell if it's going to be just a little bit too small. And I I knew if I bust my butt to finish it, and then it was too small because you know how I am. I do not wear things that are too small. I was going to be really disappointed thinking I might actually have a sweater for this weekend and then not. So I just didn't finish it.
0: <laughs> well, now you
1: definitely not. And then I have a sweater under the bed that it needs maybe six inches on the bottom and two sleeves. From That's staff right. three years ago.
0: Cool. Well, yeah. I think it's time for us to wrap this up and quite possibly go have a little bit of a cocktail and we're finish, only You're not finish prepping for Rhinebeck. I still have spin-your-own sweater kits to make, and uh, the thrummed slipper kits have to get put together a little bit.
1: Mm-hmm. And the life then, of a transient wool merchant. Why uh, didn't you bring that over here? Why are we not doing that right
0: now? Oh, it's just so glamorous, because you were eating dinner.
2: That's true.
0: Yep. Their glamorous life. Don't you want to join us on the road?
2: Another vendor once told me, if you're not labeling things in the truck on the way to the show, you're not trying hard enough. I like (laughs) that. I wish I could remember who it was. (laughs) See?
0: We're overachievers. Oh. All right, well.
1: We're going to be in Florida.
0: Oh, yes. We have a trunk show coming up.
1: At Four Pearls in Winter Haven.
0: Four Pearls, Winter Haven, November 8th. Yep. So excited to see the girls at Four Pearls. Yep,
2: yep.
0: One of them was at... uh, was it New Jersey or was it Finger Lakes? I, I forget. One of them came. <laughs> one of them came up to us at one of our shows recently and said, "I'm going to see it for pearls." And I'm like, "What are you doing here?"
1: Oh, you didn't see this tonight. Um, as we were leaving, I turned around and there was this lady I recognized. I'm like, "I know you," and I just completely blanked on her name. Don't slam the door, Wayne. But it's the lady who is the. Um, manager at Mosaic Yarn where I've done a couple of truck shows in Virginia. I like, what are you doing here? I'm like, what are you doing here? <laughs> so, yeah, you run into people everywhere.
0: Yep. Alright, well.
1: We're signing off.
0: We're signing off. Say
1: goodbye, everybody.
0: Goodbye, everybody.
1: Bye.
0: <laughs> Gentlemen. Oh, Scooter's waving. Awesome. Well, we'll see you somewhere down the road. See you later. Bye.
1: Bye.